welcome, welcome to We Could Be Wrong, But Who Cares? I'm Anderson. This is your host, Christopher Harris. This is Kevin. This is Karen. This is Peter. John. And Mike. <laughs> Just for our audience, to, um, we would like everybody to know that Chris is actually recording from the moon. So thank you for joining us, Chris. <laughs> well, guys, everything seems quite beautiful up here. Uh, Kevin, do you want me to open up the, the show with the topic number one? Sure. Uh, yeah, so the uh, first topic that we're talking about is basically just the Second Amendment kind of broadly. Uh, there's like a bunch of follow-up questions to it but um there's not really any kind of limits to it um if uh i mean if pete wanted to start out and uh kind of explain his view maybe to go to one extreme and then i guess we could kind of come back and each go around and explain where we're coming from i guess okay i mean i I uh, wouldn't call my position extreme, but I mean, no. I guess, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from the, extreme from the standpoint of anything, it, like kind of to one side of like, you don't, there's not really anybody that wants more gun rights than you do, right? Correct. Yeah. I'd be the guy uh, that says if, if you can afford an F-16, um, sure. You know, why not? Um so I, I wouldn't be that that weirdo for sure. Um, so I think uh, to start, we I guess have to just outline what it is, so we know everyone. Are we all familiar with what it is? Or twenty-seven words, man. Can you educate the, uh, the the audience for for some of the audience members that might not understand? We do have international uh, listeners, so <laughs> that can help them out too. Yeah, sure. So uh, the. Second Amendment is a well-regulated, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Uh, I think it's one of our shortest amendments, and it is very plainly worded, I think, for clear reason. Um, I think we've lost a lot of the meaning behind it over the years as we've gotten comfortable with our standard of living and things like that and we've kind of separated ourselves from the tyranny in the world um but that doesn't make us immune to it and i think it's interesting how we've kind of shifted the nature of it um to more of self-defense and to more of hunting and people like to bring up strange arguments but that was not the intent of it at all Just, just an FYI, Pete, I think the actual wording in the Constitution says the right of a well-regulated militia to keep and bear arms. No, I actually have. I'm, I'm reading it uh, too right now. Yeah, it, just, it starts with a well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, uh -huh. the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah, I knew well-regulated militia was in there somewhere. And it's been interpreted. It's not been interpreted that that exclusively means 
the police and the military. I was just wondering, you know, just elucidating on that particular part of the of the amendment. Yeah. Yeah, and that's an important part. Um, I think there have been rulings uh, fairly recently, maybe two, 2006, 2008, where they have um, looked at it and courts have determined that they are speaking of the individual and not of, of a militia. Yes. The, de the definition of militia, so one knows, a military force that is raised from the civilian population to supplement a regular army in an emergency. That's the definition of militia. Yeah. And, and the original that. Yeah, and the original intention back then was that you know they didn't have a standing army. So they had only a militia and they wanted the militia to be well armed and prepared in case something happened. So that was the original intent and that's where in the courts it got, you know, like wait, we're not even talking about individual rights. But totally agree with you Pete. Court cases have made that very clear. Individuals have the right to bear arms in America. Right. Yeah. And a lot about the actual intent, if we look at some of the quotes coming from the actual founding fathers who did this, um, their intent was definitely not just for raising an army for the defense of the country, but it was very much in the preservation of the spirit of, um, of the rule of the land. Um, lots of, uh, lots of quotes out there. From I'm, I'm sorry, but for the yeah. spirit of the land, is that what you said? Yeah, absolutely. Like the spirit in but which. What does uh, that mean? Sure, what, I can what, tell. What, what, sure. So, uh, what what these guys did um, was, for the first time, I think in history, they built in the actual safeguard to um, tyranny, and they were kind of coming from that. They were kind of pushing back against that. And this is the first time, like, you know, the actual rights written down say that, like, if you guys need to push a reset button, we're giving you guys the, you know, the ability to do that. It very much was not in defense of the country, although they did speak wanna, of that. Okay, so if you, if you guys want to push a reset button... What does that mean? Push a reset no, button? no, right, right, right. Yeah, no one's advocating for that right now. Um, but yeah. um, we'll just we can quote. Uh, we'll quote. I guess Thomas Jefferson here. Um, okay. Okay. What country can preserve its liberties if its rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. And so it, it's very right. much so layered in just the preservation of like, you know, your yeah, civil liberties. But that sounds really awesome. But if you're dark skinned, that sounds like a death sentence. Because, I mean, <laughs> am I fucking lying? I mean, seriously, am I lying? What's, because what's uh, skin in the state of Pennsylvania, right? Wasn't there like a black militia group that the fucking. Near, uh, that, that the fucking um, I think it was Philadelphia cops bombed like a whole neighborhood. I I'm, I'm not in front of my computer. And I can't bring it up handily like I want, but I know that's a major case. Well, I have yeah, that was actually it's like, yeah, Mayor Good. Uh, yeah, uh, Mayor Good. They actually did drop uh, what appeared to be an incendiary device on the roof of a building which housed a group of people who had been in an. Uh, 
ongoing confrontation with police. It was just, yeah, it was totally the, egregious, terrible stuff. Adventist church or something like that? Hold on, hold, hold on real quick. And then I remember during the 2016 elections, there was the quote-unquote new Black Panthers, right? And these people were... You know, they when they had their fucking assault guns and shit, and they're just standing at pools. And Fox News made it sound like they're this fucking this crazy racial black people, and they they venalized them. Like when we saw what happened, what was it last year in Michigan, when a lot of light skinned people had guns, it was all they were just going for their American rights. So that shit sounds great when you're white and you're not dark. People did not say they were strong for their rights. People didn't say that, Chris. When they were trying to kidnap Woodamir, no one said they were just going for their rights. That was a crazy group that everybody (laughs) announced. I don't don't mean to laugh. My idea is that, I'm not this extreme either, but my idea is that I want to push back on that because the shit sounds great. And so just recently, yesterday, in Grand Rapids, they arrested a black kid who came out of fucking work like several cops had their fucking guns out. This kid had no no fucking weapon. They arrested his ass while his employees were telling the police he just left work. He didn't rob any place. And they're like, well, he fits the description. What's the description? And the thing is, that's how fucked up it is. It's all great to have your guns and have whatever shit you want, but once you're dark skinned, black Mexican fucking Hindu yeah. Middle Eastern, it's a whole fucking other shit. But, but that's the Second Amendment. That's yeah, more, more racial right, profiling, yeah. though, I think. Right? Sorry about that. Go yeah. ahead. No, talk. This is the whole point. What were you saying, Karen? I just <clears throat> thought, um, I'm not pushing back against you, but I think that's a different topic, maybe. I think it's an issue of racial right. profiling. Right. But here's the thing, though. It is part of the same topic, because if you have all those guns and shit, and if you're dark, you're fucked. I'm sorry, but it's the you truth. You can, you're allowed to have a gun. It doesn't say only white people can have guns. Well, and with the amount of like, well, well, it implied. Well, well, come on, Sean. It it certainly implied the only people that are going to be able to Look, own guns were white if, people. If, if for we want to go time. with what the if we want to go with what the Constitution originally implied, half the people wouldn't vote except landowners. You know, I mean, there's a whole bunch that the Constitution implied. That is no longer. Well, you know what I'm saying. It. You know what I'm saying, though. It certainly no, didn't give blacks. Blacks didn't even vote until '65, for God's sake. So, you know, or at least in a lot of cases, and, and and we're seeing that now. So anyway, yeah. Make a good po- point, Chris. Make a good point, Chris. Quit cussing so much, damn it! You're offending me. Thank you. You're right, Mike. Excuse my language, everyone. Son, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put you in, in blackface, and then I, I want to see if you still feel as confident as you I'll feel I'll never be able to like run for now. office if you put me in blackface, Chris. <laughs> okay, um, uh, again, Peter, I'm so sorry for interrupting. I mean, you had a great flow, but I, I really had to point that out because that's the beast that I have with this. You know, you know, I, I, I really don't understand the major need to have as many guns as you want. That makes no sense to me. But if you could right. please educate me on that, I would really appreciate that. I'm going to shut my mouth. Sorry. I think just to piggyback off of your point, if there is a group of oppressed people, um, we 
I'll even just bring it outside of the United States just for like a little bit of a history lesson. Uh, like Mahatma Gandhi, right? Uh, among the many misdeeds of the British rule in India, history will look upon the act of depriving a whole nation of arms as the blackest. Like that, um, if you have an oppressed people and they have no recourse to push back, uh, we're talking about a reset button. There's no reset button on human life. Uh, so as far as we know, right? So we get one shot, right? And um, if someone nope. tries to come down on you with a hammer, right? What are you, what are you going to do? And if you have a group of people that have no recourse to push back, um, yeah, like, how can we defend that? How can we let that stand? And that's what this is about. Um, I think our forefathers while they were very imperfect in their initial execution, I think the framework of it is there that can stand the test of time to Sean's point. Um, like it gets modified, it gets molded. But at the end of the day, if we have these, these hard truths, like the freedom of speech, like the second amendment, that's our first um, amendment is protects the freedom of speech. The second amendment is, is there to protect the first. Uh, and these can be very powerful tools. And I think that's why that they're listed as the first and the second. And I think that they are indiscriminate of race and creed and everything else. And while they have been interpreted, maybe not to be uh, indiscriminate of those things throughout time, I think we can have the conversation and look at the framework and say, hey, this is overarchingly a good thing. And we shouldn't let these things be eroded. We're, we're giving away the, the prize, you know. Is Pete, the reason? Say, oh, sorry, my God, go ahead. Is the Pete? Is the reason you own so many guns because you're afraid of government repression and overreach that they're going to come no. in and control your lives? Yeah, no, not really. Um, but it's more of something where if you look at history and uh, you just see that there's never a time in the world where war doesn't isn't going on somewhere. There's never a time where like the general shift of government influence goes towards tyranny. Like it just, it's always happened. We, we can't ever point to an example where it hasn't. Um, and at the end of the day, like you're responsible for yourself. Um, so that's first and foremost. So I'm, thanks. I'm a very big independent, but this is one place I fall far to the right on. I'm a gun owner. I believe people should have the right to own guns. But I also do personally believe we need stronger background checks and we need national standards on this. You know, I mean, I, I have no problem with guns. I have three right now behind me uh, and I've got more coming. I just I think that's a right I have. But I think there's a limit. I when you first talked to me, you said something about if you want to have an F-16, you know, I don't believe I should have a hand grenade. I don't believe I should have an M-14 grenade launcher or a Mach 19 grenade launcher. I think there's limits on what we should have for public safety. You know, I don't need any more than my uh, AR-14 behind me. That's pretty much all I should ever need. Um, and if we, have if we had standardized background checks for all these, my personal opinion is I think would be better. The problem is I can go across the border to Nevada, buy something totally outrageous that is not allowed in California, sneak it back into California, and now I've got a high-powered weapon that people can't deal with here. <clears throat> 
but you do still have to have a background check just so you know um i do want to let that know there is a national standard for background checks yeah but they're pretty weak every every well not true there there's mental health uh requirements there's all types of stuff that you have to fill out on the form you filled out the form right but you have to fill out the form which means (laughs) you're asking me to self-report no i'm not crazy i haven't had shock therapy please you know, well, just, if, you, if you had been record, reported to the national database, it would come right. back when they do the check. So, but, but for example, and then, they have gun yeah. shows that you can go in and buy a gun there at the gun show without a waiting period. That is true. Potentially without a waiting period, but you still have to do the background check. I don't know how it works in California. They just do, a quick, local, they do yeah. a quick local check or a quick federal check on, on your name, but you can get it the same day. There's no waiting period. Yeah, That's we've never ridiculous. had waiting periods in uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, California, we have seven-day waiting yeah, period. Yeah, I'm, I'm not and used why to is that. There, why is there such well, a pushback against stronger well, background checks? That's because why do understand. you need a gun today? Why do I have no, to yeah, go exactly. to the store buy a gun today? That worries me if I have to have it today. Is there something I'm going to do with that gun that I can't wait seven days for? Yeah. potentially protect your life right dude that's what if, if oh, something coming out to my life tell tell that tell that to the five foot two uh domestic violence victim right who's literally scared for her life and the police aren't doing I, what they're supposed to be doing well, I, I know unluckily i know way too much about this as i my mother was a domestic violence victim and there are things they can do for sure it's what they want to do her buying a gun is not the best choice and so was I. Him, so. so you know, Karen, it's not the best choice I, to buy a gun. It wasn't, no, because he already had three guns in the home and he learned how to use an M16 and whatever else they teach you how to use in the military. So my way of um, keeping myself safe or so I thought back then was getting therapy to help me with my anxiety so that I could remove myself from the home. Because every time, like even now, like talking about it, like, you know, PTSD, I guess that's like, like people laugh at that, right? But it's true. Like you're traumatized from all the, the brainwashing, you know, like where you were, um, your mindset was at that place and buying a gun was not, it never entered my mind. Um, I was always scared of him, especially when he would say, you know, like, all he could think about when he saw me was grabbing his guns and shooting me in the head along with my family. And I'm like, what the? Imagine this, Karen. Just imagine you had a gun and you shot him. Just imagine all the shit you would go through. Right? Imagine all the shit that my daughter would have gone through. Well, well, hold on a sec. Pete, can you answer to that? Yes, absolutely. Um, If anything were to actually happen from a violent standpoint, you would actually call a guy with a gun. And so at the end of the day, right, um, like you are relying on somebody with a gun to defend your life. Now, there are times where, like, God forbid, something really terrible does happen or starts to happen. And all you have is a telephone to protect yourself. um, That's not going to work. And if you understand or if you study how these encounters happen, they happen very quickly. Sometimes they're over within a matter of seconds and people lose their lives. And there's no way anyone can be responsible for that other than yourself and uh, just from a personal protection standpoint and this is not you know on the government you know we kind of shifted away from the government thing but on a personal protection standpoint um absolutely everyone especially i encourage all women familiarize yourself with firearms learn how to use them 
um, you know, guns are the great equalizer and it, you need yeah, that. So P, P, my problem is not everyone should have a gun. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you, but, and I'm going to tell you from, I'm not just talking about people with, you know, um, mental illness. I'm talking about like, just like, not just everyone. Uh, One, one situation where Anderson saved my life was uh, I was living in a apartment complex and my neighbor was like a straight up crackhead, like legit, you know, his apartment was the crack house and I lived in fear. And there was a moment where Anderson and I were were together and I had access to get a gun because I know this guy had been, he had stolen the license plates from my Jeep already. And there was shit that was happening around me. And there was a gun that I had access to and I got the gun and Anderson was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I said, right. hey, dude, you know, <laughs> I no, agree. Listen, 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 you know <laughs> this neighbor and this and that. And Anderson's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. he took the gun away from me. He's like, mm-mm, no, it's okay. No, 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 no. And the truth is I, I ended up writing an actual short story about that experience. And, uh, you know, and within my short story, I went through this, the, a scenario that could have possibly happened. And it was someone who I believe I'm a good person, but because of fear, I could have killed someone, which would have put me in prison for 25 years to life. Do you, do you remember right. that situation, Anderson? Seriously, do you remember that? Uh, I don't actually. Okay. Well, I mean, we've been to so many situations. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been drinking when he took that the gun away be from told you. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, but like that's also a thing, you know. Because yeah. when when we spoke previously, I, I, I spoke to another person on this panel and I said, you know what? I kind of feel like I'm doing my family a disservice by not having a gun in my house. Yep. You know? And you are. I, 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 you know, that's what I How felt. many kids get killed each year from people that don't know how to do guns? That's very true. I'm broadcasting from my daughter's bedroom. Mm-hmm. She's five. Right. Uh, I look, I understand. I, to be honest with you, uh, how could you not do everything in your power to protect her that, that you're allowed to do? do? Do you have a gun safe, Pete? Yes. A large Good. One. Thank you. I do too. Right back. There's <laughs> a gun safe. But the question is how many people don't have gun safes? That's why I'm saying there should be education and requirements. Yeah. If you don't have a gun safe, dude, you shouldn't have a gun. But don't you guys already go through that? Like go through no. like a class, like driving. No, you, you know what it takes, Karen? Luckily, I had 20 years in the military. But you know what it takes? I had to do a 25-question test that was about the stupidest test ever to get my certificate in California. You know, when do you point a loaded gun? Uh, never, you know, unless you're willing to shoot somebody. But the answer was never. They, the questions were stupid. I didn't study for it. I walked in and took it. Wow. Yeah, we, we don't even have to do that in PA. Uh, you do just the background check stuff as long as you're not a prohibited possessor. Uh, they'll yeah. issue it to you. They'll even issue you a permit to carry. We're like a shall issue state. That's my so, problem. Well, in Texas why now? I told my story about that. <clears throat> and that, well, we're not constitutional, uh, but I, I, I don't know what you meant by that. I, it, it was thrown off. What? When you said we're not constitutional by that, I got. Oh, uh, Texas uh, just passed what they call constitutional oh, yeah. carry, but yeah, that's yeah. different than we're just what they call a shall issue state, meaning. Um, if they can't 
drum up a reason to deny you within 45 days they have to issue. Are you? That's what I had to get. It's a small little pass that took a 25 question test to buy a gun in California. Are you? Well, to carry. He's talking about carrying a gun. No, I'm talking about well, they, they don't even have to take a test to buy in Pennsylvania, Mike, is what he said. Well, no, I know, but I'm yeah, he, he's talking about the carry provision. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. We just need to meet in the middle, is my point. I don't think we should go far right and far left. For everyone to be happy, which is what this country needs, we need to kind of meet in the middle. I'm willing to give a little, even though I'm a mod, I'm an independent, but I believe in owning guns. I'm yeah. willing to move a little bit more to the to the to the left on this to make everybody happy and safe. By having people go through like a unified test such as driving a car type of thing. Like everyone has to take a driver's test. Everyone has to take a gun test. And by allowing these two weeks or whatnot, is that, is that you being more? You yeah. Know, my like my wife made a good point. She thinks everyone should have to have insurance. You have to have car insurance. Why shouldn't you have to have gun insurance? If someone steals your gun and you don't report it and they get, they kill somebody with it. That's ultimately your responsibility. You bought the gun. Are you okay with that? Peter, is that a fair, fair compromise? Like, honestly, no, no, no BS. Is that fair? Um, no, I think that just kind of regulates and prices people out of okay. the game that actually follow the rules. Uh, so to be honest with you, you, you guys understand there's over 400 million guns in America at, on a low estimate. Right. So. Yeah. So just to give a little background, there's way more guns than actual people. I bet right. you no one on this panel has even seen a gun today, most likely. Right. Like unless it's your own. You know what I mean? Like, OK. All right. Um, but we didn't really have, a, you know, issues with guns or anything. There's guns everywhere. We actually have more guns in America than every army and other nation combined. And that's just in our <laughs> civilian population. That's kind of an odd stat. Right. Um, what does that but, say about us, though? It says that, that it says that it says that we're being told that there's a big issue with guns and guns are not the issue. If guns were the issue, girls would be shooting girls all over the place. If guns were the issue, like, you know, there wouldn't be more people literally choked to death than killed with assault rifles. Like the, the stuff that we're being fed is kind of ridiculous. And when they ban assault rifles, because I'm sure it's coming, it happened in 94 or 93 and it'll happen again. Um, what they'll do is they'll then say, well, look, the gun deaths are still the same exact number because only a hundred people were killed every year by assault rifles, right? Or whatever the number is. So, so then they just say, well, we got to ban the next thing. Well, yeah, people People don't know what assault weapons mean though. People think assault weapons are the M14s. Assault weapon is any weapon that fires every time you pull the trigger. Well, that would be every handgun by that definition. Well, no, every automatic No, every semi-automatic pistol, exactly. right? Every Correct. time you pull but, the so trigger, what's, it's fire. So what's the right? definition of assault weapon? The, the actual definition is select fire, which means it is automatic, which means you pull the trigger once and multiple bullets. They're already out, illegal. They're not. You can actually well, buy no, them. You have to have a special license for expensive. them. Yeah, uh, well, you have to go through the same paperwork. Uh, it's okay. called NFA Class 3 paperwork. Just so, so you know, there was over 43,000 gun deaths in 2020 in the United States. Yes, and 62% of those were suicide. 
No, I don't so buy that. How, I don't, is I don't, that's I, true. Google I, it. Look I, it up. I got to look that up. Yeah. It's true. You, look said, it up. you said it's, that last week, too. And yep, I'm sorry. And it's the most mind blowing stat okay. ever. And it's totally true. I promise you. And I, that I is where that. we are just being fed a bunch of fear a, about gun deaths. It is that still fear. I mean, you don't want your friend or your loved one to commit suicide. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, no, but if, if they're going to do it with a gun, like I'm actually, I mean, I mean not to put go down a dark down. road. I was, I was literally dealing with it today. Uh, okay. You know, my well, brother's in a quick. terrible place. So. My, in Fresno has had 42 gun deaths this year. We're, we're, we're setting, we're getting close to breaking a record. You're telling me that um, 32 of them were self-inflicted? In I'm Fresno? saying that of the gun deaths reported every year, on average, like the, the roughly 40,000 number that gets reported every year for the last few years, it's been, you know, 30, 40,000, 62% of those on average every year reported are suicide. Only 38% are then accidents, right? And crime. So like, we also have to factor in accidental things that happen. And I'm just like, so we're being fed that, a bunch that, of nonsense. That's not murder. They're not, that's not homicides though. Those aren't homicides. Well, no, They're not going to be listed. No, listed. Right Even the 38% isn't just homicide, right? Well, That's what I'm saying. I'm just looking it up now. According to the Department of Justice, 60% of adult firearm adult firearm deaths are suicide. So that's 60% of adults. I'm not sure what the total one are, but this is from the DOJ right now. Okay, but if if what I want to know is the number of homicides that are caused by death, not well, in, in other in words, if, if in, in the total, yeah, well, that's included in that stat. The total number of people that were killed by guns, 60%, 62% were suicide. Uh, I yeah. could go with that. I could go with that, except because they're including, they're including all of the people who obviously who are killing themselves as well as a, as a component of a homicide rate. I want to know the number of people that are killing other people with handguns, but with not, the suicide not the number of people that are. Go ahead. With Sorry. the suicide point, it, it feels like when, when you throw out that that stat is like, oh, we don't have a problem. I mean, it's like you're you're throwing it under the the rug. Like, oh, well, thirty five percent was or whatever stat was was suicide. 60. So, Sixty. So it's not a big deal. Like I feel like that's what you're saying, and for me, it's a big deal. Well, it takes the number from forty uh, some thousand all the way down to maybe like. 15,000 or 12,000. And then we look at automobile deaths per year and say, wow, there's two to three times more automobile deaths per year. Everyone's driving right. around cars and we're not right. talking about banning cars. No, like, but you have to be licensed and insured to have a car. I don't think yes. you can compare the two, though. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean no disrespect, but that's from a car accident or even if it was intentional killing using a vehicle compared to somebody who has a gun or guns, you know, who use it the wrong way. Um, I think that's, though. you can't compare the two. Like my biggest question is why is there a need for a regular person or like a normal civilian, I guess, to own a rapid fire gun? Uh, I don't know, you guys call it interchangeably uh, assault weapon or assault rifle. I don't know the difference. I don't own guns. Um, I know I sound ignorant, but I just don't no. see the idea behind or like to justify like me, for instance, me owning a rapid fire gun. Like, what am I going to do with that? You know, unless Hopefully I have the exactly but, like but, but so practice. Yeah. 
So I don't get that because they always seem to fall in the wrong hands. And sometimes a lot of the time so late, it's been the children, our children yeah. who are being killed with those, you know, and I know a lot of people's argument is guns don't kill people, people kill people, but without the gun, people would not be killed, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, I get your point. It's, it's your right. But at the same time, I also have a right and my kids have a right to stay alive. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a- it's the same concept as fentanyl doesn't kill people, people kill people, but we're banning fentanyl. You know, I mean, I, I believe in guns, Peter, still, I, I'm not arguing that I own guns, but you know, I agree with you, Karen, it's the same thing. You know, people don't kill, cars don't kill people, people kill people, guns don't kill people, people kill people, fentanyl doesn't kill people, people kill people, it's choices they make. Mm-hmm. Peter, um, so it kind of sucks, dude, because you're like one against, I think almost hey. everyone on the panel. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 Chris, no, Chris, no, 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 I don't feel that way at all. I don't, I do not go feel that way. Peter no more. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Mike Peter no, I think it's great that Peter's here to give, you know, to be a representative for those, you know, like the people who do own multiple guns, because I'm trying to understand, like, we always have this question because we do have multiple kids, you know, and, I'm from ESSJ, you know, so it's crazy all the time hearing about, oh, somebody just got shot down the street. You know, somebody had yeah, a gun. Somebody brought a gun. One up on, on your Facebook, there was a young kid that got killed. That 13 year old, yeah. dude. A 13 year old died. But Same age it, as my it, youngest yeah. child. But it, uh, Chris, so, yeah. Ask Kevin. I haven't heard from Kevin what he thinks about this gun issue. Yeah, Kevin. You kill him. Uh, my opinions don't really go along like. The, I mean, I'm I'm basically oh, kind of playing the fence. Oh my god! Oh, he hasn't talked yet. <laughs> <laughs> the man hasn't even alone. said anything yet. He's already on the fence. Gosh, I know. In terms of like, people should be able to own whatever they can afford from that standpoint. Um, but like most of my opinions that you know, kind of come from this issue are not really like along the gun line issue. It's like, you know, because you know, where you guys were talking about, oh, well, uh, you, you need to be able to be to, to defend against tyranny and all these other different things. There we go. Uh, the problem is, it's like, I mean, would we even be able to defend against tyranny from that standpoint? I mean, it, it wouldn't really be a our guns against their guns situation. It's like we have like surveillance and the problem is with like supply chains and grocery stores if the grocery stores don't you know uh you know keep getting refilled every three days it's like most people it just everything's turns into chaos and then that's what you're dealing with rather than like fighting the government tyranny in that sort of way but you're making pete's point that's why he wants all those guns Mm -hmm. because when all the food is gone he's going to have food and nobody's going to bang on his door and take his food away from him right pete or toilet paper, right? Yeah, or toilet paper. <laughs> Most one, importantly, Kevin. the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 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 kind of making his point that that's why he, in case of those particular variables showed up, hey man, I'm ready. And Whoa. no one's even mentioned the zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah, because that's yeah. Uh, but you know, let me. Um, I, I I do want to wrap this. Oh, go ahead, Anderson. What were you saying? I have one more thing too. No laughing at Okay, so um, no, I, I have no comments. Okay, so all right. Here, interesting. Can I, can I do one more comment before we do? Um, I I just want to give out maybe two stats. Uh, this is from I'm going to cite Dr. John Lott. 
uh, he wrote a book uh, called The War on Guns. So what he did was he took multiple criminologists and the economists and he like pretty much distilled out all the data from, because there's tons of data guys, like I have numbers and you guys probably can pull up numbers that are totally opposite of what I, what I find, you know what I mean? So how do you make sense of this? So this guy kind of analyzed all of it. He came up with some good stuff. Right. So 91% of criminologists agree that gun-free zones are more likely to attract criminals than deter them. Okay. So pretty much 98%, I believe, of all mass shootings took place in gun-free zones. Not that that's, you know, saying a whole lot. Um, but to layer on top of that, 88% yeah. of criminologists say, guns are more frequently used in self-defense than in the commission of a crime. Well, there's been some real fucking fishy self-defense cases. There's been some real fishy self-defense, like that George Zimmerman is a, is a self-defense case. That oh, that was terrible. That's but, terrible. But that's my point, though. There's some that, yeah. that's, that last doesn't kind of suck. What I wanted to say was, you know, because talking to you about this previously, and hearing you now, I will be purchasing a gun for my household, but I will be following the advice of Sean and Mike and where I plan to take classes not only for myself, but for my wife before that even enters the house. So you robbers don't think about coming until after I get my classes in the gun, then you can try to come out for that. You know, they, they say too, only 31% of households own guns. So out of the millions and millions and millions, less than a third of Americans own a gun. It's and still over a hundred million, right? No, I agree. Go ahead, Kevin. Sorry. I did. That's about I a wanted, third. Isn't that about a third? When, when you do ban guns, it's not like you just completely get rid of them. Like it, there's always a black market that happens. And then you're, you. I don't think anyone wants to ban guns, right? No one here wants to ban guns, do we? Well, that's oh. where it has to go. Because uh, if you look up how many crimes are actually committed by legal gun owners, the number is very, very low. And so what you find is that the people that are willing to follow the rules, especially to buy like restricted items, like uh, I have a lot of items I had to go through. I told you guys lots of yeah. paperwork, like nine months worth of background checks to get. Um, people aren't doing that and then bumping off a 7-Eleven. Do you know what I mean? Right. People aren't paying right. Right. tens of thousands of dollars <clears throat> for this stuff. That's all. Oh, there's 25,000 gun laws on the books already. Right. So like, what other law do we need? Uh, if you really look at what's going on out there, you have a bunch of people that should not have guns so, to your guys yes, point, running around, attitude. running around with guns. So if this is your attitude, then why do you care if we ask for universal licensing for guns? I just don't understand what exactly that means. And okay, like, no, no, no. I mean, it's like such as like everyone should, everyone in every state needs to take a licensing class like we do when we have to drive a car. Well, and a mental check. Okay, which which will be hard, right, to implement because be people can hide crazy. I mean, I hide crazy every day, so people can hide crazy. But a lot of them can't. That's true. No. Just, okay, for example, guys, this is just a real quick story, real quick. My wife's cousin lives in Georgia. Georgia is a very open state for guns. We went there to visit. We're not going to go back again, by the way. He was showing us all these because he was a Vietnam vet, showing us all these ARs and all these high-powered assault weapons he has that look like assault weapons. My AR-14 doesn't look like an assault weapon. He's sitting there telling us, him and all the neighbors got the, excuse my language, him and all the neighbors have the points zeroed in around the neighborhood 
and I'm going to use a different term. He said, in case the blacks uprise. Yeah, you mentioned that. He was before, serious yeah. as hell. Yeah. So I can't he, go and visit him myself? Or, no, because he didn't use the word black. Oh, no. He and Katie, I, I he and Katie were like, <laughs> we locked our door that night when we were staying at his house because it was our cousin we haven't seen in like 15 years Yeah, when we were visiting friends. And it's like, it's holy crap. Guys. He's like, well, you should leave Katie here and go up and see your mom and pick her up on the way back. It's like... <laughs> No, Sean, there's, there's nothing wrong with the word African-American either. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> wow. You're right. He did say African-American. Yeah. Okay. Just shorter. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. He was totally serious and yeah. he was allowed to buy these guns. And it's uh, he's, well, he's, he's, gonna, he's the one that Pete's you know going to be pissed off at because he's going to he's going to be the bad side of of the 99 percent majority of people who own guns that really are responsible. You agree with no him, doubt Pete? about that. You agree with him, Pete? I don't know. I would flip it and say that's why I think that everyone should like have a gun. Like Chris, that's why you should go out and get a gun. Do you so know it's a black story with an race war over here. Hey Pete, you're over here trying to call the a race war now? No, it's because if that crazy guy, if that crazy racist guy decides to go get a gun too. Let's see what happens. I make my point, Pete. You make my point. So I'm gonna share a story with you guys, right? Like um like when my husband used to have two jobs, right? or when he worked for this one company and he used to um, have to stay at working, especially during peak season, which is, you know, December, November, whatever, right? Like holiday season. Um, your story's I, funny. It's Peter putting his silent on the table. That's like a big. <laughs> I know. You see that or <laughs> no, 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 no. So now let's get this though, right? And, and I have a point to this because um, Pete is saying, you know, he supports everybody purchasing a gun to protect themselves. Okay. So here's my thing. Okay. In the past, I've been home alone, just the little ones, right? One time there was a dude that they were looking for. Um, my husband was away, right? He wasn't at home. So I made my kids go hide in the bathtubs. I told them to lay down. You stay there. I turned off all the lights. My husband comes home, right? He opens the door with me and finds me holding a broom towards the door, right? <laughs> and he said, what are you going to do with the broom? Are you going to kill yeah. me with the broom? Other times, right? He said, the best thing for you to do when, you know, when you're alone and you're scared, just keep all the lights on and, you know, get ready to call 911 or whatever. But my kids were safe in the bathtub. And then other times, um, I, I have a bat, a metal bat, okay, that I use, like if I hear a noise outside or, you know, like the commotion outside or I don't know, whatever. I don't live in the ghetto either, but I'm just saying if I hear a noise, like a thud outside, I grab my bat and start looking, you know, through the house, walking through the house. If I had a gun and I was holding that gun instead of the broom and the bat, like, I think I would, I would have ended up killing family members out of, you know, like fear. And um, there's a major thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I like, I honestly don't trust myself with a gun either, even though I know that I'd be too scared and paranoid because I follow the rules, you know, I still think that something bad would happen if I myself purchased a gun and I know that there are more people like me, I think. Um, so I don't know. I disagree with that. Everybody should have a gun because then everyone would be shooting people and their loved ones, you know, on accident. Yeah. And it's also the reason why I agree with the fact that 
everyone should have classes. But again, Pete, you did do some good and where you changed my mind because I did feel I was doing a disservice for my family. But at the same time, I absolutely believe I have to take classes for not only for myself, yeah. but my wife has to take classes as well. You hey, know? you guys are totally right. Uh, for all the hyperbole of just, you know, everyone go get one, go get one. Yeah. Training, 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 training um, absolutely uh, makes the day. A, someone that doesn't know how to use a gun is not going to be effective in doing anything with one. Uh, probably they're just going to wind up hurting someone. So this is uh, why yeah. I believe Pete needs to fly to California, get a licensing here in California and teach me so I could get my gun. Thank you Pete, for volunteering. <laughs> you'll be doing this for free, right? Chris, I, I do have Anytime. 20 years of experience in the military, Chris. I could show you and you're close. <laughs> yeah. He's really not going to fly over here just to teach me. How to shoot, you never know. He might. <laughs> I would. <laughs> He's going to bring all his toys and, and show us how to use them, right? Unfortunately, they're not legal. I don't I, own a single one that's legal over there. We, we have 10-round clip maximum in California. True story. Yeah. We, we, we actually had a listener offer to send me a gun through the mail. Do you guys remember that from last season? You guys remember that? Anyone remember that? No, I don't, thank God. I don't, Chris. Yeah. I, Maybe you well, don't now share he that with us. Kentucky, I believe. Remember the I'm guy hoping from- he would Wait, have was sent Pete? it to a gun dealer. Oh, that was <laughs> right. No, he literally said, I will send it in the mail. And I was like, what? I was like, no, don't do that, please. Well, you, you can buy can. them online, you, you know, yeah. but uh, but they have to go to a licensed dealer who then has to do the background check. So mm-hmm. you can send them in the mail. You can buy them from people online, but it has to be done through the, the proper channel. Legal way. Every right. time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. Um, as, as you know, t- uh, today, uh, President Biden made a speech saying that all federal workers, even contractors, are mandated to get vaccinated and made a major push for children under 12 to continue to wear the mask and safety at home first. And then he also made jabs at former President Trump, who's been also on the media circuit possibly, you know, prepping for a 2024, uh, you know, run. No one knows. I'm not going to speculate that. But that was something that was major. How do we feel about that? How are we feeling about Biden, especially with his low numbers as well? What are his numbers at first? (laughs) We'll have it. What are his numbers? You said low numbers. I don't know. I think it was 46% approval, Kevin, I think. 46. I mean, that's all right. Like that's, that's pretty high. Yeah. No, not from what normal. Yeah. Usually it's, it's at least 10%, 10 percentage points higher. Typically middle fifties, the highest fifties typically year or whatever. Yes. Well, okay. So here it is. Uh, 59% of the loan started. Okay. 33%. Okay. So he's at 33% approval in Texas. He's at 38 in Georgia. He's at he's at he's at 38 in in Georgia. Yeah, but what about national? What about Delaware? What is he okay. in Delaware? Oh, so I, I see 41 percent by USA Today. Yes. So I have 42 percent here. He's at 42. Okay. And this is the national reg of registered voters from January 20th to September 7th. So of two days ago. So, I mean, he's below That's not bad in major swing states, though. 
Yeah, you know, it's pretty low. State, you know, it's it's pretty low. How how are we feeling? How are you feeling, Pete? How's your feeling about President Biden at this moment? Uh, I mean, honestly, I <laughs> um, remember, remember, keep the question, keep the keep the profanity down. Remember, okay, please. Right, come on! I just had to defend myself for like an hour straight. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you I'm surprised he called on you. Like, why did he call on you first? Right, still right. sweating a little bit. Careful what the fuck you say, Pete. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I I don't know. I think his style is a little different. Uh, just like on, I guess man. our previous president's style was a little bit different. Uh, yeah, you could uh, be wrong, but who cares? Go ahead, leave <laughs> yeah, alone, bro. Exactly. No, yeah, he he won't answer questions. He's not telling anyone the truth. Someone's really kind of guiding that guy on what to do. Uh, Ooh, it's kind that's, of strange. That's really loaded. Guiding the guy constantly. Like yeah, it's kind it. of strange. It seems it seems like he's been directed to anytime someone asks you a question, and he'll literally go up there and say, "I've been told to call on this reporter," or "I've been he told to that. ask this question." He says this stuff all the time. It's peppered yeah. throughout this whole time. Um, so yeah, it's kind of strange. Um. But like, like I said, he actually reminds me of my grandfather, um, and I, I do like the guy, you know, but it's just something where I certainly wouldn't hire him to run uh, the company I work for, and I, I'd be hard-pressed to find him. Did, did you let your grandfather use a TV remote? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> Kevin, what's your feeling? Who? He's all, we out. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> What's your feeling? Where's Kevin's like, what? Yeah, go, what Kevin. happened when your screen blanked out last time? <laughs> oh, I not know you were talking to me. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. By, uh, I mean, Biden is not looking great at all. I mean, there's been no, I don't, I don't think there's any highlights so far. Um, I mean, except for the transition from the last uh, administration. Um, I mean, the last administration, it was just, everything was so chaotic and, and that sort of a thing. I think that's kind of one of his attempts is to kind of just bring some calmness and allow, uh, you know, uh, you know, boring to be, you know. Uh, Are you liking the guy? What's your approval rating for him? No. Nah. Approve my approval. Yeah, out I mean, of hundred percent. For what I expected him to do, I mean, I he's doing basically what I expected him to do. My approval rating is very, very low. I mean, what is it? What's your approval yeah. rating out of hundred? I mean, twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. That's freaking low, dude. Yeah, twenty five percent. He like ended Afghanistan. It was already like in motion. He basically just kind of like, you know, ran out the clock like a, you know, competent quarterback. What has he done? What, 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 why would I like him? Oh, you, you cared about Afghanistan? I personally am a very an anti-war person just kind of brought right, um so. <laughs> okay so you gave him 25 percent because he's like he hasn't done anything major well the, the dude's been in office for how many months right right months okay so Nine. 
nine months. Okay, so he let's say eight because I mean he he actually got into office. I mean what, what January twenty sixth or something? Mid January. Yeah, twentieth. Okay. So he got out of Afghanistan like a competent quarterback. Okay, which is good because a lot of people said he really fumbled it. But I'm glad you said he did it competently. I'm sure Pete would say he fumbled it, but I, I think anyone would fumble it. I think it was just a shithole situation. Um, but he's still at 25%. What would you have liked him to do? I mean, no, I mean, no buddy that would ever get elected would do what I want them to do. Okay. That's yeah. So I mean, I was unrealistic expectations of a, of a, of a president. I, you, you obviously admit that. Cause you just said, right. Okay, so then I would you, I wanted to kind of clarify the guy a little bit higher than twenty five percent. Then expect him to do this exact thing. Okay. What'd you say, Kevin? Can you repeat what you said? I didn't hear you. Well, that's why I try to clarify, like between what my expectations were, because I kind of expected him to do yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, he's following the script as he interpreted it. He was going to be doing, and he's doing it pretty much that way. But he still give him a twenty five percent rating. You know, because he's That's not rough. doing much and not doing much in terms of leading the country or am, am I am I quoting you right, Kevin? To yeah, no, the you're or, right, right or there. come I mean, forward with anything. So opt out in any sort of way to give any sort of support. And, you know, it's I mean, like you said, I mean, it's only nine months, but I mean yeah. I don't I no, he fair, made a lot, he made he, like like Donald Trump. He made a lot of promises that just kind of fell away on the wayside once the votes were in very quickly. But it's only eight months, though. I mean, and, I, and don't oh, you think that the pandemic? His first eight months, like he stat he staffed his cabinet in a way that was very like adversarial to where he what he really ran on. I mean, a lot of the conservatives, I'm sure Pete knows that. They were afraid that like Bernie was in his ear and like he was going to. But he he did. You know, he's got the military guys in there that are going to say the things that they need to say. He's got the financial guys in there that are going to say what they need to say. Like he did not. He, he played. He, he, he made some speeches towards like a certain demographic. And then as soon as he got in, he just, you know, went on his business as usual, which I expected. Uh, well, Peter, uh, Pete, sorry. Um, I need to call you by one name. I need to stop giving you two names. Pete. Call him George. Can you, <laughs> uh, can, can you give me a percentage number? Um, no BS. Straight. 30, 30%. Okay. So the dude <laughs> that, you know, you guys differ a little bit, not, but, but he, he gave, he even gave him a higher percentage than you, Kevin. Okay. That's, he that's has what. more faith. In the <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm firmly in Kevin's camp where he's doing exactly what I thought would, was going to happen, which is kind of just getting back to the status quo of the BS politics that, you know, we've seen. So. That's off. Right. I'm okay. not impressed. Oh man. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Karen, what's what's your percentage? I don't even know, dude. I don't know. No? Um, like a high, a high forty. I would oh, say. Okay. Um, high forty, like 47, 48, 46. I would say 45. maybe. No, not forty five. Forty. 
okay, maybe low 40, like maybe 44. Yeah. 44. Right? Okay. Right. Only because I'm, comp- I'm basing my percentage or my opinion on how he's doing so far um, as our president um, versus what the previous administration or the previous president um, in office. And that's, I see him as promoting um, more, um, what do you call it? Bipartisanship um, by both sides and trying to get them to work together and trying to promote unity, right? Even though sometimes he's been wishy-washy and doesn't really want to really stand his ground on what he really thinks or what he wants to say, right? Because I think he's still trying to prove or trying to... um, trying to uh, get people's trust, you know, to trust him that, yeah, he is going to lead us in the right direction. I don't care if you think I'm old or, you know, I'm an angry um, Joe or whatever, right? Um, I think he's doing an okay job. I mean, given what he walked into. Okay job at 44%? Yes. okay to you? Below below 50 is okay to you? Yeah, I think he's doing an okay job. If it's above 50, then he's doing a good job. Oh, wow. Okay. I think in, I think in school, like, or at least <laughs> my parents used to say, if I <laughs> wasn't at least yeah. like an 80% and yeah. above, I wasn't really you know, Exactly. That's, 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 point. Point. that's why I'm kind of like listening to this. If we yeah, want to, if we want to clarify, popularity. that's a B. 80% would be a B. 70% yeah. would be C. Yeah. 60% would be a D. 50% I don't think would be anyone's failing. ever got an A though. <laughs> No president well, no, history no, ever. No, got no, I'm not looking for A, but I'm fucking. I'm looking over this, fifty. It's never going to happen because you got individuals. You've got 330 yeah. million Americans voting. You're never going to please more than 60 percent of them ever. I don't think any. Okay, then I stand corrected. 60. I want to okay. change my percentage to 80 percent. Then. Oh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. I give him a B. He doesn't a B get mi- an A plus. A B minus. That's a B minus. Mm-hmm. You're giving him a B minus. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, audience, please. I this this video chat of ours I might put up because no. his hairstyle changes more than J Lo's dressing changes at the Oscars. This guy, yeah, this guy came from looking like Jesus to oh, look wow. like he's black with that fro. So now he has this weird crown thing on top of his head. It's nice. great. So Chris, <laughs> yeah, the highest, the highest presidential approval rating ever, ever, was seventy eight percent in nineteen sixty three. With Lyndon Johnson, that was the highest ever. Kennedy wow. only hit seventy-two percent. Wow! So I mean, you can't go on the basis of of A, B, C, D. You can't. You can't. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Sure. Okay. Uh, Anderson, <clears throat> what's your percentage that you would give the man? I will give him a a forty-two point three. Another forty-two percent. Another forty-two. Yeah, forty-two. Well, give him forty-five. There you go. Are you going to you know, change your uh, rating now, Karen? <laughs> and, and the reason why, uh, <laughs> you know, he came into a bad hand. Afghanistan, could he have done something different? I don't know. I don't think so. But I'll answer he that. pulled no. us out. I mean, <clears throat> right. he had the balls to pull us out. And yeah. he had the balls to tell America, hey, get vaccinated too. Yeah. And that, and, and you gave him a 42 for That's that. That's what we need. And, and you gave him a 42. 45. I'll give him a 45. Remember, 45. he's been there for eight months. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Relax, All right. Dude. Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm trying to give you a percentage. And you just keep <laughs> counting, bro. 
<laughs> Sean, what's your, what's your percentage? I think about 58. And my reasoning for this, okay, there, it's, it's twofold. First of all, the Afghanistan was not his fault. He actually backed it out three months from what Trump initially said is the getting out date. Trump made May 31st with the Taliban deal. We're out May 31st. Right. Biden backed it out three more months. The Americans there knew this. They yeah. knew it. I yeah. trust me, I want to get the Americans out too, but I don't blame Biden for not getting all the Americans out. I think it was a shitty deal. Yeah. I think he was dealt a bad hand and he didn't play it right. So there. But the other issue is I think he's starting to get tough on, well, first of all, I also don't think he's the brightest bulb in the circuit. We talked about this before. I would not have voted for Biden. He was not my first choice in the Democratic caucus there. Definitely not. I don't think there. I think he misses a few. I think he misses steps. But I think overall, especially this thing with COVID, he's told 80 million undocumented Americans, you know, you guys got to get the virus and every federal government employee is going to get, get the it. vaccination. Get the vaccination. Yeah, vaccination. Excuse me. Not the virus. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get the virus. No, just helping you out. Just helping you Damn. out. You yeah, no, you're right. But I mean, he told all federal employees, you're going to get the vaccination or you won't work with us. Yeah. And I think that's a smart maneuver. There's as well. You know, yeah. I just think, I think there's pluses and minuses. Do I think he's done the best job that could be done? No. Do I think he's done a crappy job? No. You know, I just think, I think with what he's dealt right now, which is probably one of the toughest situations that a president has ever had to walk into, you know, in general, uh, he's done a reasonable job. Okay. Mike, <clears throat> what's your percentage? 60. I'd say 60. Um, I'm fairly satisfied with the transition. Um, unlike Kevin, I would not criticize him for um, basically kowtowing to the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. I think that would have been a mistake. I think that's exactly what the Republicans were playing on, that the progressives are the socialists and the socialists are going to turn our country or ruin our country. So I uh -huh. think him not, him not going that way was wise. I think he's done a pretty decent job with COVID. Um, it, you know, today, not only did he mandate federal workers get the vaccination. He also uh, is allowing the CDC to mandate that corporations or businesses with 100 workers or more also have to require a vaccination for them, which is going to be interesting because I'm sure some business owners are going to say, whew, we don't have to do make the regulation now. And others are going to say, shit, I don't want to go through all that crap with our with our workers to force them to get a vaccination. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, I think he's done a fairly decent job with uh, reaching across the aisle on their infrastructure bill. Uh, at the same time, the Democrats in general have done a pretty crappy job of tying that infrastructure bill to the, what, the, the next incentive bill, which is stupid, but um, you know we'll see how that turns out. So, um, yeah, sixty percent. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting a seventy-five percent from him, by any stretch. The fact that he would come in and just kind of calm things down a little bit, not get on his phone and criticize somebody or call somebody mm -hmm. a moron or call somebody worse every day, mm -hmm. act a act a little bit more like a like a national leader. Um, I wish he was more healthy. I wish he was more with it. I really do, but. 
Uh, I genuinely do not think he will run for a second term. I think even he is smart enough I agree. to know. I, I agree. There's he, no way he, he runs for a second term. He will not run for a second term. He wouldn't win a second term. No, yeah. He's going to survive the first? Yeah. Oh, I think you don't really believe that. Of course he will. You'll survive no, come on. First. Let's be serious. Do you really believe that? No, come on. No, I, it's quasi uh, making a joke, but I will say this: when you watch how what presidents look like when they enter in and then when they leave, yes, yes, they yes. like mm-hmm. it wears on them big, you know. So right. you wonder, like, what does that mean? Like no, now? not true, Chris. Trump has lost what twenty-five or thirty pounds. They said, and he's getting a natural tan instead of the spray tan down in Florida. They said he looks great. I just read an article on it. Better? I just read an article on it. <laughs> well, he lost 20, 25 pounds. He's not orange. <laughs> Clickbait for Sean. <laughs> it is. Come on, you gotta give you gotta give credit where credit's due, even if you don't like the guy. It I is do. a high it is a high pressure job. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Someone's right about that. And, yeah, and but it does take Peter, a lot out of Pete was saying people look worse. You're telling me Trump looks better. No, once he got oh, out no. of office. He's not he's out of office. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. Has he looks better. Makeup. He, I mean, you can't look at his appearance and think that that's just like what he looks like. He's a TV guy. Yeah, bad TV guy. True. Bad makeup guy. <laughs> bad hair guy. In office. Yeah. They Listen, said now he looks much better. Hair show business, so I ain't talking about nobody's hair. Yeah. My I just I just saw an article two days ago that said he looks he's dropped twenty five pounds since leaving office. He no longer has a spray tan. He looks much better. He but now, you know, a bunch of protocols like while he was president that probably didn't help him. Like he yeah. was trying, to like, you know, look his best, like top, and then it backfired a little bit. I'm sure ending some of that probably made right. him look a more real. I think he had an executive order that there was spray tans once a week. Uh, yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> no, hey. An executive order. <laughs> uh, well, uh, President Biden did another executive order today, too. So that's what was, it's, what it's, was that? One? What uh, was that? Oh, wait a minute. Be, uh, Chris, what's your rating? Yeah. Good point. Thank you, Anderson. Yeah, Chris, uh-huh, what's your percentage? <laughs> oh, he's you're here for the comedy, not to point out when I speak <laughs> the shit. Okay. <laughs> and Chris, your percentage is? Ta-da. Well, you know, no. Okay. My my percentage, honestly, is at 58% as well. Um, now, the thing is, I'm not going to talk oh. about his mental capacity. Look, I'm sure Reagan wasn't top notch mental wise, you know, either. And I think it's really effed up that we always point that out on Joe Biden. But, you know, we like to sweep it under the rug when it comes to President Ronald Reagan. Um, The reason why I try not to talk about my rating is because sometimes you guys make me feel like a shill for the left. And I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a shill for the left at all. I'm really not. But you guys make me feel that. Are way you trying to cause... convince yourself right now? Yeah, yeah. I know. I, sound it, doesn't <laughs> he? Does he sound it? No, it's just because it's ladies true. and gentlemen. This is the bullshit part of the show. Go ahead. <laughs> Who makes you feel like you're a shield for the left? Chris could be wrong. You know, you guys. He could be wrong. I'm told that I'm down to the shill that I'm a secret agent of the left. I've been told that absolutely. There, yeah, but okay. we know who tells you that. Yeah, it's just I just think it's really effed up that everyone wants to, you know, 
sort of cap on um, on, on this guy's, you know, uh, his mental capacity when I just think the, the dude does what needs to be done. You cannot tell me. Pete, did you did you get a chance to look at his speech today? Um, I did not. OK, do you think there's a, a mental capacity issue, Chris, at all? That's my question. I, to think, you. I think he speaks really awful. But you not as awful he, as former President Trump. I thought that. Th- well, oh, no, no. Trump horrible. spoke angrily. Do you think Biden is 100 percent on the ball? As 100 percent as someone his age is going to be. OK, so like I said, the I same mean, thing he's I our oldest. <laughs> well, that's the same thing I told no. me. I won't let he's, grandpa use the remote. He's 76. Biden's 76. Is that? No. Is that, he, am he, I right? Oh, he's in his he's 80s. What, 78 or. Yeah, he's 78. No, I, He's, I don't think he's in his 80s. No, he's 78. He's four years older than President Trump. Right. Yes, and we don't, yeah. we don't okay. let Grandpa use the remote, dude. 78. Okay. Come yeah. on. You don't let Grandpa use the remote. Come on, guy. Come, come I on, think, guy. I think you come can on, watch. The, the good thing about Biden, guys, is you can watch him for the last 40 years, right? So, like, you know, even longer. So, you can yeah. watch the change in his demeanor. Yeah. Um, you know. You can just see it, and it's okay. You know, I'm not trying to hold it against him, but like I said, I wouldn't hire him to, you know, run my company. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. That's a fair point. That is. I, uh, I got, and plus, you, he has you, a. Go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say, but I, you know, it, when you when somebody says something like that, I just ask my back, myself that question. Hmm. Let's see. Would I hire him to run my company? No, I don't think I would. You're right. Agreed. No, you know what? You're wrong. You're wrong. You're agent. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> Your ages. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Chris, you're gonna hire him to run Saki yes. Productions? Yes. You know, <laughs> you would. Because, yes, because he's Joe M. F. Biden. That's why I would. That's exactly why I would. The same reason I would hire former President Trump to run Saki Productions if he wanted to. The same exact reason. Because. So- it, so a good point. Kind of no, like you have a, a good point. Yeah. 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 Kind of yeah, like, yeah, kind of yeah. Like a name or. Well, sure. Welcome to the business world, Sean. <laughs> you know? We're trying to get paid. Okay. Who remembers Joe Namath? You know what I mean? It's the same reason why he still does commercials today. The pantyhose people do. Oh, that that commercial was in the 80s. You know, that was I like remember that one. Ago. You know what I mean? But it's the same reason, though. I mean, there's name recognition. Plus, Joe Biden, regardless, the dude still has moves or he would have had that infrastructure deal that Mike complimented him on. Right. Same thing with Nancy Pelosi, right? Same thing with Nancy McConnell, right? I'm not a Nancy fan, dude. You don't have to be. She does her business. Yeah, she does everybody. Okay, business. you don't have to be a I wasn't a Trump fan, but you know what? He got 74 million votes. But isn't that the problem with our country? We only look at that. In what way, Sean? That we only care about votes, not what's right or wrong. Sean, there's a wedge in our country. It's not even about the votes. It's about the reg. It's about this cultural war. The one no, thing it's that... A, it's about I, people doing what they think is going to win, not what they think is best. Well, that's our American way. That's what makes us so goofy. It shouldn't be. And that's going to be our downfall, as exactly you can right. already Thank see. You, we should yeah, do what that's... we think is right, not what is best. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we should excuse me, think what is right, not what is going to win. Well, that's the point of this show, is to try to help people wake up. Right. 
I mean, come on. It's okay. You don't have to be trending all the time. You're in a world full of TikTok. You know, right? That's what TikTok. Who right? is? Yeah, TikTok. Yeah. No, TikTok. Uh-huh. You're in a world. Thank you. You're in a world full of TikTok. You know, go TikTok. Stop it, Sean. You're the first one always TikToking at work. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I don't even know know. TikTok, dude. I do Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twat, whatever it is. Twitter, Twat. Easy. Easy. He's just trying to be Facebook, and that's it. The only thing I do is Facebook. You have so many filters on your Facebook, Sean. I'm positive. Are you kidding me? What? I think we, I think, I think we lost Mr. Hair, dude. Oh, he's back. He's connecting up. No. To get back back to the topic of uh, a leader, uh, you know, Biden's done the, has the same flaws that all the politicians in the last 40 years have had, as far as I can say. He lacks leadership. Kevin, you're uh, sideways. You're like getting so much attention by being sideways. That's why I'm turning that way. It's getting sideways. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we've got some serious issues in our country that I'd love to see a leader tackle and move okay, it forward. Okay, but how can a leader tackle it if even his own team's talking about his mental capacity? We need to stop that. That the snikes. You know, what I mean, we we need to stop that, right? I mean, it's 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 like if we were to do this to former President Trump, the you know the right would be all over us. You know. As to be honest with you, you're totally right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off uh, Go whoever. Ahead. Go ahead, His Pete. mental capacity certainly doesn't really matter because he's not really making the decisions. Anyway. Well, how many presidents are really making the decisions? <laughs> he's, part of, he's part of a group. Of course, there's a group of people. Come on. Come you on. don't think the leader of our country's medical capacity is important? No. His his whole jab was the fact that this guy is a puppet. And that's BS, too, because Trump didn't know what the F he was doing at all. But that's all precedents, though. I think that's all precedents, though. I mean, they're they're being fed with the intelligence or information that their staff or people who work for them are gathering. Right. To help him make an informed decision or say, OK, I pick. I don't know if they do it this way, but okay, we'll go with option A or option B, right? Like, I don't think it's solely their um, particular decision, like their own personal decision. You know, I've never thought that. I mean, you're a fool if you believe that it's the president, the sitting president is making their own, own, own decision while they're in office. Who are you calling a fool on the panel? (laughs) Me. Oh, oh, look at that. That was a a politician move right there. Yeah. That was a politician move right there. Oh, wow. Karen for governor. Karen for governor. We hit our 1.5 mark. Um, uh, So we're going to end the show. We'll, 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 We'll have a great discussion next week. Next week, we'll see if Renee comes on. But, um, I don't think it will, but whatever. But um, I want to thank everyone who sent out good vibes. Uh, my performance this Saturday was great. Um, I was also select. Yeah. Can I yeah. ask you? Did you play? Did you play Dad's song? I did not. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I, I did not. That's uh, all. Right. I just want to know. So, for those of you who don't know, Chris wrote a song for my father-in-law who passed away that he played at my dad's funeral that I thought was really, okay. really good. You should actually wow. do that one time on the show. Why not? Why not? It was about my father-in-law. Yeah. He did a great job. The song was beautiful. Made everybody cry at the funeral. You know. Oh. To 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 let you guys know, I was selected 
to be uh, emerging new artist. I'm like in my 40s and I, and I guess I like to be emerging new artist. That's cool. Um, so but um, so I will keep everyone um, updated on that. Uh, my run starts September 17th, where they'll be promoting me on iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, as well as Facebook. And I'll give everyone links on that. Uh, so I, I guess the 17th next Friday. And um, I just I just want to thank everyone. And uh, please, um, you know, for our listeners, you'll get a free download, uh, you know, of I guess, you know, my single, I guess, you know, you don't have to pay for that. Um, and I appreciate that. Uh, I love having Pete on here. I love having Kevin on here. And um, I really need you guys to start writing emails again. Um, I, I dropped the ball audience. I want to apologize on that because it was just me, but we have a great team and Sean that will also check the emails. I'll, I'll also hand it over to Kevin because I, I know he'll probably get deep with a couple of you guys. A couple of you guys wanted to get deep with me and I just didn't <laughs> have the capacity. And I know Kevin does. And if he, if he wants, you know, we could send some, some unique ones and you could talk to the guy that tried to send me a gun through the mail and, ex- and ex- educate him. You're like, yeah, you're the reason why these guys give me a hard time for an hour. But uh, thank you, everyone. Um, I guess, Pete, do you want to call us out? I wouldn't know how to do that, guys. Yeah, come on. Hey, it's easy to say thank swim. you for showing. Yeah, well, <laughs> think or swim. Think or swim, buddy. Ready? We Welcome to America. I sang last week. Right, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's looking bar pretty low, so uh, we'll see how bad I can do. But yeah, I thank you. Yeah. Anderson did last week. He did worse. I think we have to thank everyone for listening, right? Hopefully, they'll, they'll tune in next week and we'll have yes. some good topics. And uh, he's yeah. right in at mysakeproductions at gmail.com. That's where you'll send the emails. You could also send it to we could be wrong at gmail.com as well for emails, too. There's two of them. Uh, we know uh, Sean has control of our Facebook. Sean will be putting up the episode up this week, like he did last week. Um, no, Chris did, but I was away. <laughs> If you send me the Spotify link, I'll get it up right off. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to throw a little jab at you. So <laughs> thank you. And good night. Okay, guys, we are done recording. Hey, um, I just wanted to.